Hello everyone, and thank you for joining me for What's On Your Mind. I begin by meeting you where you are. I will begin by letting it flow from my heart and out of my mouth. Today I'm going to be coming to you from Philippians chapter 1 verse 22 through 26. We have been speaking previously about Philippians being the book on emotional health and going through Paul's stages during this uh, second mission trip. So let me begin by reading what he says in chapter 1 verse 22. It reads, as long as I'm alive in this body, there is good work for me to do. If I had to choose right now, I hardly know which I choose. Hard choice. The desire to break camp here and be with Christ is powerful. Some days I can think of nothing better, but most days, because of what I'm going through, I am sure that it's better for me to stick it out here. So I plan to be around a while, companion to you as your growth and joy in this life of trusting God continues. You can start looking forward to a great reunion. When I come visit you again, we'll be praising Christ, enjoying each other. Now, as I ponder on that text, it brings me to the realization that we no doubt need God. I'm sure everyone could agree with that. Now seems like more than ever. We need him in our finances. We need him in our bodies. We need him in our emotions. We need him in the world. Okay? We just need God in every area and circumstances. In every area and circumstance, it seems. And we, the people of God, we need him. You know, Father, we can't make it without you. So we have talked a little while now about Paul and the second mission trip when he was in Rome. Okay, and the calling that was on Paul's life is further depicted in Acts 16. We talked about this letter he writes while he's incarcerated and in trouble with the Roman authority. He writes in the book of Philippians about the mind. He talks about proper emotions. He talks about the souls. Our soul is the mental part of us. He Um, He talked about the emotional part of us, okay, which is the soul, the personality, our intellect, okay? These are the things that Paul talks about. And Paul says that even though you are even in the absolute worst situation, that your soul can be healthy. That's that's what he basically talks about. Okay? Because even though he had these, you know, mixed emotions, he was still solid 
um, emotionally, okay? Uh, that you can be emotionally healthy even though life may seem upside down. Paul was a perfect example of this because this is what he showed while he was incarcerated. He didn't know if he would live or if they would kill him. So we are currently still in National Suicide Prevention Month. And we need to be reminded that despite our current circumstances, we cannot lose hope. No matter what the external circumstances are, it could always be worse. And we must find hope. Paul was in jail He knew they could possibly kill him. He said, they may very well take my life away from me. So he made a decision that he was going to stick it out despite the position he was in at that time. He knew what he was faced with. He said he will not give up. He would stick it out. Stick it out and see what the end will be. That's what we must do. We cannot throw our hands up in the stance of despair. Paul was definitely in a very unfortunate position. And if it was anyone who could could have thrown up his hands and given up, it was Paul. He was locked up for doing a good deed. He was in a land where they put profit before people when he cast out the demons out of the young girl who was bringing a prophet. But no, Paul recognized the call on his life and he did not allow despair to resonate in his spirit. Paul had been serving God, giving his best for God, but he continued to run into the worst situations. There are many out there right now who may feel like that. Paul felt like life was over. You may feel like life is over. Feel like life isn't worth living. Feel there is no God. At that place of despair, helplessness, and hopelessness. Every year, one million adults report making a suicide attempt. It's reported. According to the Center of Disease Control, worldwide, 8,000 people commit suicide a year, according to the World Health Organization. In America, each year, 44,000 people attempt suicide here in the United States. It's the second leading cause of death of people between the ages of 15 and 34. The leading cause, the third leading cause, 
between the ages of 10 and 14. Men are four times more likely to commit suicide than women. 77% of suicide attempts annually are committed by men and not women. So what happens to our souls that we can get to a place that we feel death is gain? So much despair, such despair. Paul said, I could think about my own life being ended by homicide. He knew that was a possibility. But instead, he decided he would not take his life. He would not give up. He decided to make a decision to stick it out. This serves to encourage you to stick it out. Do not allow your current circumstances to cause you to lose hope and feel like life is not worth living. Paul shares three principles with us that are very powerful, yet very practical, to help us to stick it out. Paul says, Here is the reason you and I can stick it out, even in what seems like the most difficult days of our times. All right, that goes back to Philippians chapter 122, when he says, As long as I'm alive in this body, there is good work for me to do. All right, so we have a purpose. Every purpose, every person born on the earth was born with a purpose. You may not like your purpose, may not understand your purpose, may be confused about it, may want someone else's purpose, but you have a purpose. And the reason we know we have a purpose is because of life. We're still living. God would not have given us life if there was no purpose for this life. All right? And purpose is more powerful than pain, circumstances, situation, despair. It's more important and it's more powerful. God placed a purpose for you before you were even born. There is something God wants you to do as long as you have life in your body. Until you feel that purpose, fulfill that purpose, you are not going to leave the earth. Nothing can end the purpose God has for you. Nothing can. Pain cannot. Conflict cannot. Interpersonal situations cannot. Haters cannot. Despair cannot. Confusion cannot. Mistakes nor guilt 
cannot. One day, each one of us must stand in judgment and give account for what we did to carry out our assignments before we were yet in our mother's womb. There is something God has for us to do. There are souls to be saved, miracles to witness. I know this because I'm alive. How do you know this? Because you are alive. We still have breath in our bodies. Because we are alive, we have a calling and a purpose to fulfill. We are each day given a brand new set of mercies. Okay? Despite lack, despite the pandemic, despite sickness, even in what seems like times of uncertainty, we must line up with the purpose of God for our lives so we can stick it out. The second point I want to bring is we need to stick it out because we have a preference. Paul says, as long as I'm alive in this body, there is good work for me to do. He says, my preference is to go to heaven. He says, yes, I do have a preference. preference, Because if they kill me, I get to go be with the Lord. But if I stay, there's more time for me to represent the Lord. So do not allow one emotional moment make you to believe it's the end of the world. Don't allow it to grip you in that moment to believe that that's the totality of your destiny. We have to fulfill what God has purpose for us to do. So although the preference may be otherwise, your purpose must be preeminent and outweigh your preference. We have to stick it out. No matter how hard it gets or how hard it may seem, purpose is more powerful than preference. The third reason we need to stick it out is because we have a plan. Paul said, I know I have work to do. He said, sometimes what I go through, I'd rather be with God. That's my preference. He said, but but despite it all, I'm going to stick it out. Even when my mind try to get the best of me, I'm going to stick it out, Paul says. So Paul has a purpose. He has a preference. And then ultimately, he has this plan. He says, I plan to be around a while. So we must speak positively over our lives rather than negatively. 
over our lives. Paul said, I plan to be here for a while to see your growth and your joy in this life of trusting God continues. Here's Paul in jail, yet he has a plan. He doesn't know if they're going to kill him or not, but his plan abounds. He says, you can't start looking. He said, no, I'm sorry, he has a plan. He says, you you can start looking for a great reunion when I come to visit you again. That's very powerful. He doesn't know what's going to happen to him, but he looked at things from a hopeful stance and said, you can start looking for a great reunion when I come to visit again. We'll be praising Christ, enjoying each other. This is how we must look at life. Have a plan. Speak positively regarding our future ahead. He says, my my present situation is not my totality of my life. He says, I'm coming out of this situation. I have a plan. We will get together, he says. So although we are closing out this month, in just a few more days, this National Suicide Prevention Month, let us be focused on others as we interact. There are many in great depths of despair for one reason or another. Let us not get so self-centered that we fail to pay attention or take notice of others all around us. We also serve a purpose on all the earth. Let us remember and just not let it end this month with Suicide Prevention Month. Let it extend far beyond and be like Paul. One, recognize that we have a purpose. Two, stick it out, although sometimes we may want to throw in the towel. And three, have a plan. Look forward to a great reunion when it will all be over. But it's not over until God says it's over. I want to leave you with the National Suicide Prevention Hotline in case you need it or need to refer to it as we're mindful as we um, interact with others and pay attention to what others may be going through in this time. That number is 800-273-8255. That's 1-800-273-8255. And let us confess that we will live and not die and declare the works of the Lord. 
I'm going to close here and I look forward to sharing with you much more, much sooner than later. Good day.